Hello, it's good to be with you today and I'm excited to go into these passages of scripture that we'll look at today. It's always a challenge as I open this uh, passage to see what is it God's going to guide my heart into and what is it that I can share with you? Well, I, I know that when I was growing up there was a picture of a cat who was hanging on the end of a rope and the claws were holding on to the knot at the end of the rope and the caption was, hang in there, baby. And the issue is sometimes we get to the end of our rope is when we're going to hang in there. I don't know what you have dealt with or what challenges you've had this uh, past week. I just pray that in ways that God is going to be that strength to hang in there. As we look at this uh, Psalm 106, we're going to see Israel struggling through some of their challenges and the purpose and reason that God intended for them to, to go through these and the good things that happen because of them. So that when I look at the challenges I'll face, I've always got to keep in mind that there will be good things coming out of this. There's something God intends to accomplish, shaping me, causing me to become more like Jesus Christ. Whatever that is, whatever these events are that I'm frustrated with or, or, or depressed about, I'm knowing that God is always there and He has a purpose and that I can trust in Him in these things. As we look at God's Word today, I just pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to you and guides you in this time as we look into God's Word, living life. Psalm chapter 106, verses 1 through 12. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare His praise? Blessed are those who act justly, who always do what is right. Remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people. Come to my aid when you save them, that I may enjoy the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may share in the joy of your nation and join your inheritance in giving praise. We have sinned, even as our ancestors did. We have done wrong and acted wickedly. When our ancestors were in Egypt, they gave no thought to your miracles. They did not remember your many kindnesses, and they rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his name's sake to make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it dried up. He led them through the depths as through a desert. He saved them from the hand of the foe. From the hand of the enemy, he redeemed them. The waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them survived. Then they believed his promises and sang his praise. This past month, a church that I had grown up in and served in for 31 years, it celebrated its 150th year in existence, continuing ministry. And in that church, uh, many people were touched by 
people, pastors, uh, the work that God was doing. And the, the great thing out of this and the message I was asked to come and bring them a message, the, the message the Lord laid on my heart was the faith of our fathers. What, what is it that they went through? And today as we look into this psalm, I want us to see the faith of fathers that guided Israel. In this psalm in 106, it, it opens up with a wonderful uh, example of how to approach God. Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. That almost sounds like a song somebody should write or something. Well, I know, it is a song already. It goes on, Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare His praises? Can we ever really declare all of the goodness God has given to us? Then it goes on in verse 4. It says, Remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people. Come to my aid when you save them. Now it's a, a call upon God, recognizing that there's going to be times when the psalmist is going to need the Lord's help in these things. And then finally in verse 5 it says, That I may enjoy the pro prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may share in the joy of your nation and join your inheritance in giving praise. The idea of coming together to be uh, united in this praise. Yesterday, uh, uh, this last Sunday, when I uh, joined with others to celebrate and, and, and praise God, that's my worship and praising God and acknowledging people who make testimony of what God has done. Now, it goes on then, and here it's to confession. There's a, there's a time and place in our approaching God that we need to confess. We're not all that we think we are. We're not all that perfect in areas. We have sinned, verse 6 begins, and the acknowledgement that when we have sinned, what are we going to do with this? And then in verse 7, when our ancestors were in Egypt, they gave no thought to your miracles. Sad, truly sad when I think about we don't acknowledge, we don't see what God has done or acknowledge that this is God at work in our life. For the Israelites in Egypt, it was maybe, oh, isn't that a coincidence? Well, isn't that just fate? Is that sometimes what you may say or you may hear from others? That's a sad part. Verse 8 says, Yet he saved them for his name's sake to make his mighty power known. As I come to that verse, uh, I'm always challenged to recognize, why did God save me? What did he, what did he see in me? I, I am I'm a child he created, yes, and I'm, I'm beloved by him, yes, and that's wonderful. But what did he see in me? Well, we're told that Paul, the apostle, was raised up. And on that road to Damascus, he encountered the Lord that day. And his life was changed dramatically. And the purpose that was there for Paul, he was saved to go and share with the Gentiles. He would be the messenger that would take the gospel in a way that others couldn't do it. Paul would be that messenger, that that giver of the good news. 
So in this verse 8, it says, Yet he saved them for his name's sake to make his mighty power known. And for those who had known Paul, who had recognized his hostility, his persecution of people of the way, the, the, what, those who followed Jesus Christ, when they see the transformed lives, they recognize that God has done a, a mighty thing here. Now the question comes, John, I saved you. I have brought you into my a relationship with me, as God says this to me. Now I question, did he save me so that I might witness to another? Did, I, did he save me so that I could share with others? Like the Apostle Paul, he was saved so that he could reach out to the Gentiles. And as this passage here says, yet he saved them for his name's sake to make his mighty power known. As we consider what our lives are about and why God has saved us, it's important that we recognize there are people and there are groups that we are intended to impact. In some way, we are to share and, and be that witness that no one else can be with them. So I encourage you to consider for a little bit. Yes, Jesus saved you. There's an eternal relationship with him, a great dance that you have with him. But did he do it for the purpose of reaching someone else? Who is it you need to reach? Israel was saved to show the mighty works of God to those around them. Paul was saved to reach out to those who were the Gentiles, those who were outside of the household of God. And the question I looked at myself was, John, who is it that you will see? Who will you encounter today, this week, that I've been saved to witness and share with them? And now I come to the point where I challenge you. You were saved, yes. You were encouraged by God, yes. But not just for your own benefit. It was for the benefit of someone in your life. Family member, a friend, a co-worker. And I pray that Lord would open your eyes and my eyes to see clearly who it is He wants us to reach to. Let me pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for today and for your work in our lives. We thank you that you are a great God. You, are, you do miracles. You do great things. And Lord, may we uh, view them and understand them and truly acknowledge that they're your hand, that you're at work in this world, and that we, we don't take them for granted. Father, this day, I pray that as we know your hand is at work in our lives. May we look to find those people, those uh, family members, those co-workers, those students, those friends that we have that might need to have the uh, witness that we can share of how great our God is. For Lord, you are an awesome God, and we praise you and thank you. May we serve you with the willingness of your Son not my will, but yours be done. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul.
CGM World, the s t e p i n g in closer. CGM.